What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Thursday night, we are breaking down this nail-biter of a Bulls win, 119-115 over the Knicks at the Garden. That's two of three over the Knicks so far for the Bulls this season, and they are 15-8 and in sole possession of second place in the Eastern Conference. We're breaking this whole game down right now on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome to Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. You can also hit us up on that text to voicemail line, 331-979-1369. We did a mailbag episode earlier today, so go ahead and check that one out. Thursday episode in your feeds. Whoo, Big Dave. Thought for a second, just a second, that the Bulls were going to run away with this one. 69-point first half. That ties a season high for the Bulls as far as point output in one half. But there, there's this guy in that Knicks locker room named Tom Thibodeau. And I don't know about you, but I was sitting there at halftime thinking, well, that was a fun first half. But I bet this Knicks defense picks it up just to scotch in the third quarter. What about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> what you said, you knew it was coming. You knew a run was coming uh, from the Knicks. And judging by the way the Bulls have been in these third quarters so far, it feels like that's been uh, one of their Achilles heels, the other being zone defense. Um, but it feels like those third quarters, they've really kind of struggled. And I mean, New York came out just blazing. And it's weird. Let me say, because it might sound weird, Matt, but that's honestly when I got kind of comfortable. Because I was like, oh, okay, they're just hot right now. Okay, I can take that. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, okay, I can take that. The Bulls still leave, leave the uh, third quarter with the lead. And I'm like, okay, I, I can take that. Because they were hot. They were excruciatingly hot for no reason. They were like just walking down the court and pulling up from three-pointer, hitting them. Evan Fournier on fire, quickly on fire. Uh, Berg was hitting just – he was cold the entire game. And then he started hitting shots like – I was like, yeah, that's just how right now. But still, incredible run by them, and you knew it was coming because it was Madison Square Garden, and it's the Knicks, and like Matt said, it's a Tom Thibodeau team. But the Chicago Bulls are resilient, and they maintained, and they went into that fourth quarter and did the damn thing to come away with the victory, mainly in that fourth quarter because of our guy Depot. Oh, the worst free agent signing of the offseason. Balled <laughs> out. We're, we're still calling him that, right? The worst free agent <laughs> signing of the offseason. Um, look, man, I, I think whereas we have seen the Bulls cough up a game like this, like the script of the Portland game was very much like this, and, and that's a game that the Bulls just absolutely gave away. What, what I liked is that despite that onslaught, and like you said, you know, like quickly got hot. He was hoisting some quick threes. Fournier knocked yeah. down a couple of threes. You know, Randall was going to work inside. Javante doing his best to try and slow him down. You knew that the run was going to happen, but you withstood it and still managed to come into that fourth quarter with 
a little bit of at least like the lead shrunk, obviously, but you still felt like the Bulls like, okay, this is still your game to win. This is your game to win. And what happens? Fourth quarter starts. The Bulls still looking a little shaky, but you get the ball into the hands of DeMar DeRozan, who is this team's closer. I want to talk about the game that Zach had tonight also. We'll we'll get to that in a little bit. But DeMar DeRozan, who had a couple of bad shots in the third quarter, in my opinion, forced a couple of shots, left a couple of shots short. The, the Bulls' first 10 points of the fourth quarter belong to DeMar DeRozan, the guy who looks for his shots, gets to his spots on the floor, and is just an absolute assassin. You can't say enough about the fourth quarter performances we're getting from DeMar. 34 points, six rebounds, three assists, 12 of 19 shooting, 10 of 11 from the free throw line, and Matt, not one single three-point shot attempted. Mm -mm. (laughs) 18 points in the fourth quarter with some just beautiful, immaculate buckets, Matt. Oh, it was so many. The spin is amazing when he spun away from the basket on Fournier and switched it all net. The step back he did on Robinson, just oh. mean. Oh, oh the, the triple pump fake and then score that he did on Quigley. Vicious. He is a monster, okay? When you need him. we I can't stress this enough to y'all how much we talked about this in the offseason, why it's important to have DeMar DeRozan. We continually said when the fourth quarter, when you got to have a bucket, when you need to have a bucket, you have a bucket getter on your team in DeMar DeRozan. And we said it a thousand times on this show about why it's important that he is here and why we should have this. Well, we don't know. He's going to be taking stuff from Zach. He might not be able to do these kind of things. We need bucket getters. Bucket getters. It is important that you have a bucket getter. And who is better at getting buckets in the fourth quarter than DeMar DeRozan? Nobody in the NBA is better at getting buckets in the fourth quarter other than DeMar DeRozan. That's just not me speaking from the heart. That's Mm -hmm. just not me saying that because I'm a Bulls fan. That's because the numbers tell you nobody is better at getting buckets in the fourth quarter than DeMar DeRozan. And you saw it again tonight. 18 huge points, Matt. Huge. 18 of the Bulls' 30 fourth quarter points as a team. Uh, Oh, and by the way, the other 12 came from Zach and Vooch. We'll get to that uh, a little bit later, but... Um, You mentioned the fact that DeMar did not take any threes tonight. And I think Bulls fans out of the gate this season were encouraged by the fact like, okay, he's still not shooting that many threes, but he's knocking them down at about a 35, 36% clip. I'll take that. Mm -hmm. If Vooch goes one of two from downtown tonight, you know, as part of his 28 point night, great. And there, there are still moments where I'm okay with DeMar shooting a three. If he's on the weak side, if he's not playing on the ball and there is, you know, like a swing pass and an extra pass and DeMar's open in the corner and it's late in the shot clock, take that three. If it's a good look, take that three. But there was one in particular moment tonight that I noticed. I tweeted about it where DeMar had the ball like he wasn't in the corner. So like just to the left of the top of the key and he he was open and he thought about the three for like a half a second and then said, no, you know what? I haven't been hitting my threes lately. I've probably been taking a bit too many. 
took a couple of steps in to a comfortable rhythm jump shot, and he didn't make it, but he drew a foul. And it's like, that's just smart basketball. Because we had started to see some games where it's creeping up. It's like, okay, he's taking four. He's taking five three-point attempts. You're like, it's not your game. Play within yourself. And I think sometimes when we see the Bulls as a team cough up leads, have these lethargic third quarters, they it's because they stop playing their game. And, mm. you know, that that is crucial. That is absolutely critical because DeMar needs to be one of the leaders on this team to say, guys, when these moments start to get a little haywire, there are some weird back-and-forth possessions in this game where both teams were turning it over. Both teams thought they had a fast-break bucket, but then the other team got back on defense. Chaos was everywhere. You need those moments to stay within yourself. And I think DeMar is a very good player when it comes to staying within yourself. Yeah, Matt. And, ooh, that's a beautiful way to put it, honestly. And just a calming influence on, on the team because when things are going haywire, they're like, here, they just give him the ball and say, right. you bring it up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you bring it up, we'll set some screens. You know, you want the switch, we'll do whatever you need, and then you go do your thing. They have such a trust in DeMar DeRozan because DeMar DeRozan has a trust in them. He enjoys being here in Chicago. Again, he said this. These are his words, not ours. Yeah. These are his words. But you can see it on the court. Did you see right after that game, as soon as that buzzer ended, Matt, what did you see at the free throw line? You saw Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, handshaking, high-fiving, and hugging. Immediately, the top two players on your team go to each other, and you can tell Zach and tell him, like, that's what I'm talking about. Thank you. That's the game we needed right there. You saw him slapping Vooch on the chest. Like, you just see the camaraderie and the joy these guys uh, play with, especially being led by DeMar DeRozan. But enough can't be said about Debo and what he did tonight, Matt. Like, he was just unreal. It was just the shots were unreal, and they couldn't do anything about it. The man the man is a straight-up killer, and I'm sure glad that he's wearing a Bulls jersey these days. Uh, all right. Like I said, I also want to talk about the game that Zach had. We also have to talk about the games from Lonzo and Caruso. Um, mm -hmm. We will get to all that in just a minute. First quick word from our sponsor of yeah. Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent, Big Dave? It's because it's a business scam out to get you and take the money out of your pocket. Don't let no! greedy corporations pocket your hard-earned money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your account to Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one simple tap. And your Truebill concierge is always there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has yes. over 2 million users and has helped save those users over $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams anymore. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Right now, go to Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands of dollars a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Hey. All right, Big Dave. I saw a tweet of yours uh, in the first half that was like, oh, looks like Zach's having one of those games. And it was, mm -hmm. you can kind of tell. And kudos to him still playing through a non-COVID-related illness that he played through mm -hmm. against the Hornets on Monday. He had a big game then. And you're kind of wondering what kind of shape is Zach in? What kind of game are we going to see from him? 
clearly he got up for the big stage, Madison Square Garden. He was cooking in the first half, getting to his spots on the floor. And then came that third quarter where Mm -hmm. Zach seems like he's forcing things a little bit. What did you make of the the first half that Zach had and then some of those head scratchers that we saw from Zach in the third? Well, yeah, like you, like I tweeted out in that first half, um, he was having one of those games. <laughs> Part of me wanted to go back in the second half and and retweet retweet myself and say and put a star next to it and say half. <laughs> Zach's having one of those halves. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, but I, overall, you, it's a great game. But I believe he balled out ridiculously in that first half. He he was on fire, man. Like he showed you why teams fear him. <laughs> because when Zach gets going and he is that kind of player, he is really, truly unstoppable. The defense, Matt, that's what I wanted to start with, was his defense. His defense was awesome, fighting over screens. That that play when he fought over the screen and then stuck his left hand out to Ooh. step tap that ball and get that steal, took it all the way to the bucket. And, and he does something that I like. I, I've never really seen anybody do this but Zach Levine. When Zach gets to the bucket and somebody's on his back trying to get the ball from him, when he's taking his, when he's getting his gather, when he's getting his two steps, he sticks the ball out. So, and when you're taking your two steps, somebody trying to time it so they can swipe the ball from you. He's got the ball out here while he's taking the two steps, so you can't swipe it. So when you get that two, he could uh, right there, and then he goes up and dunks it. I think it's really intelligent, and I honestly have never really seen anybody do that before. If you guys have seen it before from somebody please let me know but honestly i've never seen that and i thought it was really bright but he was on fire and cooking matt he is one of the best just uh difficult shot makers like in the mm-hmm. game man but in the second half you saw the bad zach come out you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying um when he was bringing man, the ball up he, the floor and he just dribbled was it just, he was trying to dribble through his legs and he dribbled it off his foot like I literally was about to say that. I love it, man. <laughs> I literally was just about to say that. Like, I was about to say, man, that is in my brain, and I love it. But, yeah, man, that was just crazy when I saw that play. And I was just like, oh, man, not this again. It's like what Matt called it, the yips. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's like he's having the yips or something out there. Um, But, yeah, he started looking a little lethargic, a little lost out there. Um, Just didn't know, you know, where he needed to be. And that's when – becoming a difficult shot maker becomes bad because then you start taking all the difficult shots. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you're like, forget it. We need this bucket. We need to do this, 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 this. And it's like, no, Zach, you don't need to do that. You need to just chill. You know what I'm saying? Relax. But again, we got Debo. So he calms everything down, but he finished what? 27, seven and five, um, nine to 18 shooting. That's 50%, you know, three or six on the three point line, another 50%. So when you look at the numbers and you're looking at the stats, you're like, yeah, he had a solid game, but it was a tale of two halves for sure. But he got it together in that. And even when he missed the dunk in the fourth quarter, Matt, when they gave him the ball and he got right. fouled. Yeah. And he and he just he, the ball just slipped out of his hand. Like it was like, oh, what is going on right now? But kudos to him for sticking with it and still being tough. And kudos to Billy Donovan for sticking with it as well. Yeah, the the missed dunk that you mentioned late in the fourth, um, that was when the game was tied, 111-111, Vooch, uh, uh, or sorry, yeah, uh, that was the Caruso steal happened right before that. Yeah. One of the many Caruso steals. We'll talk about Caruso many. in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it looks like it's an easy dunk for Zach. You know, oops, 
whatever, you, you knock your free throws down. The mm-hmm. other pair of Zach free throws in the fourth that I thought were critical, and I, and I think that, that maybe Stacy or Adam, I can't remember which one, brought it up in the broadcast, and it was absolutely right because I was thinking the exact same thing. Zach had taken a couple of four shots up to that point as the game's kind of grinding down, and Zach has the ball at the top of the key. And it's late in the shot clock, and you're just thinking this is gonna this is a step back three. This is a deep step back three. We've seen this from Zach all the time. Maybe he makes it, maybe he doesn't. But instead, he faked, drove past his man, and I think it was Randall who came over to help in the paint, close to being an and one. Zach couldn't quite finish the layup, but he drew contact, drew the foul, and sank his free throws. And it was Bulls down one, then Bulls up one. And it's just one little moment in a game but you want to believe that it is a symbol, an example of the maturation of Zach's basketball mind in a given moment in a tight game late where, hey, instead of trying to hit this really difficult step back three, I know the shot clock is down, but I still got a few seconds. I'm going to put my head down and get to the basket, try and draw a foul. And especially knowing that Zach's been frustrated with his lack of foul call getting from the rest of the season, to still have the confidence to say, I'm Zach Levine, goddammit. I'm going to get to the rim, <laughs> and I'm going to make this bucket, and if I'm not, you're blowing your whistle. And that's what happened, and it was one of the most crucial possessions of a close game late in the fourth quarter. You know, man, I think that he would start getting more of those calls if he did, if he did what you just said in that play. And what I mean is, when Zach goes to the paint, usually he gets bodied and he doesn't get the foul, right? We saw we saw a couple of that happening tonight where he went in, he got bodied, and and he didn't get the call. I think he'll get more of those calls if he's standing at the three-point line, fakes, and goes, and just goes, because he's too fast for anybody to stop. And so their first initial thing to do would be to reach in and try mm-hmm. to slap the ball away. I think that's where he will get those foul calls because you have to call that. You they're not calling it on the body. Like, they've shown you that. They are not calling it when he gets hit, you know what I'm saying, when he goes up in there. But on a swipe, when guys are trying to swipe the ball away from him and take it away from him and they're getting his wrist, or even if they are, if they're not, I think he would get more calls if he did that a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just my opinion, just looking at Zach for all these years and seeing how he doesn't get these foul calls when, he, when he's inside and gets, you know, punched in the face and they don't do anything. I think they will call it on those swipes uh, right. when he's running inside and nobody's hard to defend. That's just that's my opinion on that, though. Um, you know, it like it's just nice now to have two closers, and so it's the, yeah. all the pressure's not on Demar. All the pressure's not right. on Zach. And on an occasion where Demar needs Zach to step up like that, Zach is rising to the occasion. And even after a, you know a night where a, a bad third quarter maybe starts to creep in, and you think, oh man. I've been here before. We can't let right. this game slip away. Refocus yourself. Get to the basket. By the way, Zach and, and Demar a combined 16 of 17 at the free throw line tonight. That's Ooh. big. That's big. Um, all right. Some more thoughts. Uh, we got to touch on some of the games from these other Bulls tonight. Big win over the Knicks. But first, Big Dave. Mm-hmm. Tell the people about the Built Bars, would you please? Oh, oh. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Because that year, it is time for them deals from Built 
bar. Zach Guilford approved, baby. And you know what you want. You want something delicious and you want something healthy. And you're thinking to yourself, only Santa could bring me something like that. Well, jolly old Saint Nick said, let me get you some built bars, baby. You get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. You get that from built bar. So many flavors. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. And, and every month, every month, they got a new flavor of the month going on. Matthew Peck, would you please tell the people the flavor of the month at Built.com, my friend? Well, there are actually a few right now. The white chocolate cheesecake that we've been telling you all about, still available. And mm. on top of that, another new one, caramel macchiato, y'all. Get oh. with it. You know you want to get down. You hmm. know you want to get down. So all you got to do is tell Santa, yo, I need some built Bars in my stocking. Can you help me? Can you hook me up, Santa? Oh, Jolly St. Nick. And you know what Jolly St. Nick is going to say to you? Why don't you just go ahead and go to built.com and use that promo code LOCKED15 and get yourself 15% off of your order. That is LOCKED15 to get yourself 15% off your order. Bill Bars, Christmas time, baby. Get you some. Bill Bars, I want a Bill Bar. Send me some <laughs> Bill Bars. I want them. Send them to Need me. Em. Need them. Get this man some Bill Bars. <laughs> uh, speaking of our sponsors, uh, Ken in the YouTube comments said, I wasn't sweating that third quarter. I got that sweat block. <laughs> hey. Shout out, shout out to everybody <laughs> hanging out with us on YouTube live right now. Um, all right, Big I Dave, um, I want to talk about some of these other uh, uh, Bulls players. I want to talk about Lonzo. I want to talk about Caruso. But first, really mm. quickly, Vooch. Monster mm. game, slump-busting mm. game, 30 points mm. first time this season mm. against Charlotte, mm -hmm. 6 of 6 from downtown. He continued that confident shooting tonight. The Bulls looked to him early. The Bulls' first three offensive possessions. Vooch, here you go. Vooch, here you go. Vooch, here you go. One of them was a turnover because Tim sent that trap out there, but it's okay. Mm. I like that Billy is trying to establish Vooch early. 27-point game following up a 30-point game. And outside of DeMar's 18 and Zach Levine's 6, you know where the other six points of the fourth quarter came from for our Bulls? Because they were Ooh, two big, big threes, two monster threes in a tight game from Mr. Big Man Vooch. Can can oh. we start? Can we start getting the, the the handwritten apology letters sent to Vooch from these Bulls fans who are ready to trade his bum self after what, like a, a handful of games where he's in a little bit of a shooting slump? Apologize yeah. to this man. Twenty-seven points, big threes in the fourth. Apologies must be as loud as your disrespect. You were Louder. disrespectful. Yeah, you know you were. I'm looking right at you. You were disrespectful, and you know it. How dare you be disrespectful to Nikola Vucevic? You know you were. You were ready to trade him. You were ready to get rid of him. You were like, I don't know. He's not going to work out for us. This guy is not shooting right. He's getting older. Maybe we should add Wendell. I don't know. I know we got to keep up. We lost some traffic. I don't know who this guy is. Last two games. 11 of 15 from the three-point line. Did you hear what I said? 11 of 15 for your center from the three-point line. And, Matt, 
it's so important because like DeMar DeRozan said after the game, when he gets going, everything becomes easy because mm-hmm. now they don't know who to guard, especially the big men. They can't really double team you like they want to because you can't leave him. And when they started double teaming and leaving him, what did he do? Buckets, <laughs> buckets, three pointers down the hatch. And Matt said it best, man, that fourth quarter, two huge three point shots. We've seen him do that all season long, Matt, in the fourth quarter, when you need a shot and you need that big three-point shot, they give it to Vooch, and he has delivered more often than not. He has been amazing for the Chicago, and there's just more to come because now he said it that last game. I know my role now. I know where I'm comfortable. I know where I fit at, and now you're about to see the reign of the terror. You're about to be on Vooch. I want handwritten apologies from you. Yes, you, and you in the back. I want them handwritten apologies. Send them on in to Locked On Bulls. We'll read them on air. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, I look forward to reading those apologies. Okay, uh, moving on to another one of the Bulls starters who had a tough night tonight, Lonzo Ball. I want to talk about him for a quick second. Just, just a brutal night for Lonzo. I think he was 2 of 10 from downtown, 3 of 14 overall. Just could not find his shot tonight, but... I want to give Lonzo credit because anybody can have an off night shooting and that's fine. Lonzo has been this team's most consistent threat behind the three point line all season long. Anybody worried about Lonzo's shot tonight because of this game alone doesn't know what, what they're, what they're looking at. Mm. Apologies. No, like fine. Lonzo had a bad shooting night. It's okay. The fact that he maintained his focus defensively, and especially late in this game, in a game where yes. he was frustrated with some early fouls. He got in foul yes. trouble. He had three fouls. Troy Brown Jr. got minutes tonight because Lonzo was in foul trouble. He picked up an early fourth foul because he was trying to bring that intensity on the defensive end, and he was getting maybe maybe some unfair whistles, maybe some were fair. But the fact mm-hmm. that despite a, 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 a foul trouble night and a bad shooting night, Lonzo kept his composure. Shout out Will yes. Farrell and made yeah. big defensive plays. Two in particular that I want to point out. Uh, it was a one-possession game with about four minutes left. Caruso had one of his what-are-you-doing turnovers, and it looks like the Knicks are going to get an easy two in a transition opportunity going the other way. Lonzo hustles back and just, mm-hmm. boom, goes up big at the rim on Emmanuel quickly and forces mm-hmm. quickly into a difficult shot that he misses. Lonzo then even tiptoes along the baseline to corral the rebound off of the missed shot that he forced with his amazing effort on the defensive end. The Bulls go back the other way and get a big bucket, okay? Then, late in this game with the Bulls protecting, uh, I think, a four-point lead, but still 15 or so seconds left, quickly is in the corner, and quickly has been making the Bulls pay from behind the three-point line all night. And Lonzo has collapsed into the paint where the ball was, And the closeout that Lonzo had in a flash of a second out to quickly in the right corner to dive and contest the shot without fouling at the last second quickly had a decent game tonight. But I tell you what, he's going to have nightmares about Lonzo ball credit to Lonzo ball for making big defensive plays late in a game where it seemed like nothing was going right for him. Matt, that was the biggest play for me that stuck out about Lonzo Ball was that last play you just mentioned. Because, I mean, he got in his grill and made him double pump from, from the three-point line. He made him double pump his shot. 
and just threw him all the way off. That was a huge stop for the Chicago Bulls. Lonzo Ball is great because it never seems like things rattle him. When went two for 10 from the three-point line, and I promise you eight of them were wide open. Oh, <laughs> you know so open. And, and he just – they just weren't going down. Even when – the one where he – where he shot it from the baseline, missed it. They got the offensive rebound, kicked it right back out to him. You saw him take a breath, again. and he still shot it and missed it again. You saw him take – you saw another possession yeah. where he had time to dribble. He took a dribble. A dribble. It could have been and a catch still, and shoot, and he took the slowest yeah. dribble I've ever seen <laughs> and then missed it. It still missed it. It still missed. I saw Kendall Gill after the game say, you know what I liked about the fact that he went two for ten is the fact that he kept shooting. Mm-hmm. He said the fact that he did, it did not bother him that he that the shots weren't going in. He kept shooting them because that's the stuff I like, honestly. Like, I want you to – because you have to present yourself as a threat for these other teams. When they're going to leave you open, you have to present yourself as a threat. It's what you, – you think of guys like uh, J.R. Smith like that, right? J.R. Smith would go one for 80. <laughs> it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Next game – he might go, you know, 23 or 24. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it could happen like that. He get that hot. The difference is Lonzo Ball will affect your team, as Matt just pointed out, in so many other ways from the passing, from the IQ, but especially from the defense and on the defensive end, Matt. He was great. I mean, even when he was bodying up against Julius Randle, playing him, even when he guarded every guard they had, he got his shot blocked by Derrick Rose, for goodness sake. And what happened the next play? Inbounds play. He inbound. He's inbounding it. Looks, finds Derrick Jones Jr. cutting to the bucket. Mm-hmm. Gets it to him for easy two. That's the stuff I'm talking about. It didn't bother him that he got blocked. He just thought about the next play. Brilliant stuff from Lonzo Ball. Those threes are going to fall because I promise he's not going to stop shooting and he is just too good of a shooter to continue in that kind of slump. Uh, last person I want to talk about tonight, Big Dave, Alex Caruso. My mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Like, even on a night when Caruso had some uncharacteristically like WTF moments where like there was one turnover he had where he just threw it right to an X player while the Bulls were getting ready to set up their offense. And um yeah. he just he just had some some brain farts tonight. But the amazing thing about Alex Caruso is that immediately like not just okay I had a bad play I'm gonna forget about that and move on no I need to make up for the fact that I just had a bad play but not in a bad way where some players will try and force things because the game's not going in their way he just waits for the perfect moment to strike so like it seemed like anytime he was responsible uh solely or partially for a bulls turnover or a bad bulls offensive possession he got a turnover on the other end like every like I think he was credited with four steals tonight, but like he probably should have been credited with freaking 16. If we're being honest, the guy <laughs> is everywhere. He makes timely plays every moment where you feel like the Bulls need a timely play. I can't say enough good things about Alex Caruso, man. And oh, by the way, tonight, and I know single game plus minuses in the box score on, you know, by and large, not a super reliable stat unless mm-hmm there's a big standout where it's like everybody's the same and then, oh, my God, either one player really good or really bad. Nobody on the Bulls, starters or bench, had a plus-minus in in double digits tonight. Everybody was single digits, plus-minus, except for Alex Caruso, plus 21. 
Wow. Wow. Yeah, he was he was awesome, Matt. He really was. And it started with his assist, his assist. That's where it started for him. And then it went to the defense because he was getting some some passes to some guys that were just really, really awesome, man. That wraparound pass he had to Derrick oh, Jones Jr. on that fast break. The no look to was, Vooch? The no look Oh, my God. Pass? Dude, oh, my God. He was showing out, man. He really was. And I'm watching it. I'm just like, man, how vitally important is this guy to the team? He is truly important. Like, he is also, like, DeMar DeRozan is like that quilt, that comfort blanket. He's that same way on defense. He's he, I'm like, uh-uh, this ain't going right. In that fourth quarter, Matt, when – uh Julius Randle got in that game and immediately started scoring on Javante Green. Mm-hmm. My first thought was, where's Alex Caruso? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, where's Alex? Oh, he's on the bench. Oh, Billy sees this too. Oh, he's going to bring him in now. Thank you, Billy. I appreciate you. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? It's that kind of thing. But Matt, he's just been amazing for the Chicago Bulls. I can't say enough. Like you said, man, you can't say enough about what he's done. And it's not the fact that he's getting these steals. It's the way he's getting these steals and the types of steals he's getting. I'm talking about when he's getting them. These mm-hmm. are huge, like in the fourth quarter. Right. He's taking the ball away. When, from he, when he stripped Randall from behind him late dude. in that fourth. I was like, dude, I, I had flashbacks to MJ stripping Carl Malone in game six. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, man. Is that is that kind of level? It really is to watch him play, man. Like. You need it's important to have guys like him on your team, especially in those moments, because Stacy kept saying it and rightfully so, how it felt like a playoff game, how the atmosphere feels like a playoff atmosphere. Well, a lot of those guys on the team don't have any idea how that feels. Right. You know what I'm saying? But but you know who does? DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso. They NBA for sure cha- know NBA champion Alex Caruso. You know what I'm saying? He knows exactly what that feels like. And you saw those two guys doing their thing tonight, and especially in that fourth quarter, calming everything down on the offensive end and then Caruso calming it down on the defensive end when it was just going out of way. The offensive rebounds he was getting were amazing to me, Matt, because he Three was just tonight. stealing them. Mm-hmm. He was he was stealing them. You know what I'm saying? I was like, how? Wait. The play where it felt like it was six of him on the baseline when yeah. he tapped the ball, he tapped to himself, felt like he was going out of bounds. They got it. He took it away from them again, threw it off the guy's leg and tried to save it. Like it was like his you just watching his brain work is just beautiful to see, man. And yeah, he is vitally important to this Bulls defense and vitally important to this Bulls team. And I'm so glad he is here. It's it's awesome, man. Um that yeah. has the Bulls 15 and 8. On the year, Ooh. by the way, Bucks finally faltered tonight, lost to the Raptors. Uh, so oh. that with that loss and the Wizards being idle tonight, puts the Bulls in sole possession of the second seed in the Eastern Conference. You know who's got that first seed? The team we play this that weekend, man. the Brooklyn yes, Nets. Oh, you, you know, know you know they're going to be hungry <laughs> because the Bulls. Gave him a business back at the UC earlier this season. Looking forward to that one. Uh, Mm -hmm. We will break down that Bulls-Nets game on our Monday episode next week. That's it. It's Thursday night. Tomorrow's Mm -hmm. Friday. This counts as y'all's Friday episode. That's five for the week. We are in December, and the Bulls are rolling, y'all. This is fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Appreciate everybody for hanging out with us live on YouTube tonight. 
Um, if you want to be a part of the show, hit us up at that text voicemail line, 331-979-1369. You can also email us, LockdownBulls at gmail.com, or hit us up on the Twitter machine, because Dave and I are on Twitter all day, every day. I'm at Bulls underscore Peck. Dave is at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports, and we are Bow! at Locked on Bulls. That's a good win, Bulls Nation. It's a good yeah. win. Let's see if we can get another win over there in NYC. Bulls Nets, Saturday night. Until next time, for Dave, I'm Matt. Thanks for listening. See you, Red. Be good. Peace out. Peace. Peace out.